0: This episode of the Namaste podcast is sponsored by the Audible app. Download your free audiobook today by going to www.audibletrial.com/namaste. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Namaste podcast, a podcast dedicated to uplifting the soul, connecting self-help ideas to inspirational people. Today on the show, I have, of course, a special guest. Her name is Brie Taylor. She's an award-winning singer, songwriter. She had a, a recent huge hit on YouTube. Your song Drive just blew up on YouTube, and I watched it and. Absolutely loved it. So I'm so excited to have you here. How are you doing today?
1: Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Yes, I'm so excited. I love chatting on podcasts. It's my favorite thing. I love podcasts. So I'm so excited to talk to you. And I've been checking out yours, and I just um I love the vibe that you have with your your whole concept of your podcast and very women empowerment and everything. And I love it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And you have your own podcast, right? I wrote that down on Unapologetically Brie. I was looking into yes. that. How yes. did that get started?
1: Um, so that's an interesting story. Like it's a very interesting experience. I mean, I'd always been told a lot. So I was like, okay, cool. Like this is gonna be a great chat. Um, but my family always was telling me like, I should have my own talk show and this and that. And I was like, well, I'm not like at a level that someone's going to give me a talk show. So let's make my own talk show. So I created Unapologetically Brie and it started off a little bit more in terms of like, I was going through a lot of like, BS with the dating app stuff, and my friends were as well, or had stories about it, and I was like, let me use this to vent and give people my experiences to kind of like go through it, so they they can avoid maybe similar mistakes or or learn from my my dating experiences. So I was I was like let's let's do this and then I really didn't want it to be pigeonholed though in one area because I, I like talking about mental health I like talking talking about positive living so there's a lot of other things that I like to explore in it as well so that's why I kept it a little more broad So it's basically just a space where people can be unapologetically themselves and whatever the topic is they can talk about it in whatever open way they want. That's
0: awesome. I absolutely love talking about relationships. Um, (laughs) Pretty much on every episode, I talk about something to do with relationships with one of my guests because I'm just like I'm addicted to, I, I guess, just the psychology of how relationships work and why we do what we do and our triggers and all that. Is that sort of what you talk about as well on your show?
1: Yeah. Like so many different things Like we will breach into like cheaters, liars, narcissists. We get into like a lot of stuff and I'm really into psychology and, and the, the behind all of that stuff. So I really like to get into the, the, why people behave the way they do and why mm-hmm. things are, are the way they are and, and like really digging in deep into to the, the psychology behind human behavior, especially. So in dating, it's like, a, there's a lot you can really get into in that, that realm.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. And you write your own songs as well, right?
1: Yeah, I love being involved in the songwriting process. Um, so I, I've done a lot of co-writes as well. So it's it's always a really great experience to kind of channel those emotions. And a lot of times my um, experiences are put into my lyrics and my songs. And that's what I really love about music and storytelling in your lyrics is that you can Put a little bit of a story of what you've experienced or an emotion you were feeling and hopefully somebody can connect to that as well and usually that's what what you do with music is that you're trying to be more universal and have someone connect with what you're saying or or singing about and it's such a great therapeutic process for me that I can just really just like dump everything I'm feeling into the song in a session whether I'm on my own writing it or I'm with a group of other writers or a couple other writers and it's it's so much fun for me Um, and it's a a really great therapeutic process process that I always talk about that because I just feel like once it's into a song, it's like out of me emotionally and I can move forward.
0: Wow. And do you have a specific way that you get into the flow of writing. And I'm only asking this because a couple years ago, I remember off of one of her albums, Taylor Swift had like released like a couple of recordings of how she actually gets into the writing process. And I thought, whoa, that's really interesting. So do you have your own specific process that gets you into the flow?
1: It is really interesting. And I, lo- I love that you bring up Taylor Swift because I really admire her and her songwriting process and her as a businesswoman. Like I really aspire to her level of, of what she's done with her career.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: she's so she's just such an inspiration. But with my songwriting process, sometimes it's re- like, because we can't always force ourselves to be inspired. So mm-hmm. we do sometimes have to get into a zone. So what I'll try to do is I'll, I'll try to remember, it's almost like with, with like a method acting type way, um, where you really try to remember things that happened to you or an emotion you we're feeling at a particular time to help you feel what you need to for the song. So you kind of say if mm-hmm. I'm in a, a room with some other writers and I, they're like, what do you want to write about today? I'll either bring some ideas to the table. I'll usually like to come prepared, but if I'm on my own and I'm like, okay, I need to write a song or I want to write a song and I'm not in the, the inspira- inspirational zone where I'm like, in the moment. And I'm like, yes, I'm feeling something. Let me write this. Like, I'll, I'll really sit down in a quiet space. And I really like to just kind of think about things that I was feeling. What do I want to say? What do I want people to kind of get from the song? And then I kind of just get into a feeling like I just try to rem- remember certain emotions because it's not often that you are feeling exactly what you want to say in the song in that moment at at that time or inspiration hits in the weirdest like times of day. And like, I mean, I've been in the shower and I'm like, Oh, I got a melody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm no
0: singer songwriter, but when I'm driving, I always get the best melodies come to my head and I go, Oh man, I got to write this
1: down. (laughs) I know driving's another one more like, I think it's because when you are doing things that are like mundane tasks, you're not like, forcing thoughts so it's really a, it's a lot easier for you to just get inspired in these weird moments when you're just going through the motion so driving is another one that like I've and then I usually I'm, I'm driving so I can't do anything so it's it's great if you have like Siri on your phone you feel like open audio app or what like the voice recorder thing and then record it so that later on you you can remember it and work on it from from there <laughs>
0: Yeah. You know, that's actually very interesting that you said that because I just finished reading this book called The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Ooh. And Ooh. Do you know him?
1: I do. I love him and, and Oprah's uh, meditations. They do.
0: Oh my okay yes <laughs> me too you know how many people i talk about these meditations to and they have no clue and i'm like man you got to get into them they're so good right
1: yes agreed my manager actually told me about it years ago and i've been doing them every time they come out um i may not get every day in because you know things mm. happen but i try and they're so amazing and beneficial i bought a couple of them just to ah. have just to like go back and 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 be able to have those meditations and I love Deepak, I love Oprah and like their their they're channeling things together was just like the an amazing combo.
0: The best, right? Like yeah. she just has her little intro and then and then we go to Deepak and he just talks about the meaning behind what you need, yeah. you need to think about during the meditation. Oh, it's so good. But anyways, I'm such a huge fan of him and I was reading that book and he one of the things that he said is going for a walk and I don't know if it, it, uh, I might be remembering it incorrectly think eating while going for a walk. Ooh, mm, I'm probably wrong. It might just be going for a walk in the woods. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> the point is that uh, going for a walk in the woods or going for a walk while eating in the woods, something like that, um, you are at your most, cr- like you're you're opened up and you're able to be your most creative. And That's, I think it's like right. a combination of like doing something, maybe it's not eating, maybe it's just walking, doing something in nature he says.
1: Okay. Yeah. And you know what? That's actually really truthful because I get very inspired in nature. Like oh. I've always been inspired in nature since I was a kid. And I've been writing songs since I was like seven, eight years old. I mean, it started of more like poetry and then eventually kind of put like some more lyrical content into it because it's different structure. But when I was young, I would go out into the nature. I would literally walk in a rainstorm. I didn't care with my little CD Walkman or something. And I would just like, Want to get inspired, and I would go out there to get some inspiration from the rain, from nature, from just air, fresh air. I don't know what it is, but that's so accurate, actually.
0: Actually, as you were saying that, so many memories of me walking through my own forest with my Walkman. So that's so true. Whoa, I didn't even think about that as I was telling you that. So that's that's interesting. I know it's, it's so the Walkman cool. that like spiked a memory in me.
1: <laughs> I know the I know the, the that old days of us. We're so old, aren't we, with those CD <laughs> Walkman.
0: People on yeah. tapes before us. I can't even imagine. The
1: Walkmans were way easier. <laughs> well, my dad, so I, it's a funny story. I was actually, when I was born, I was delivered to music and my dad made a mixed tape like a literal like cassette tape and so a lot of James Taylor was playing which is why my middle name's Taylor so that's kind of part of where my name comes from and and all that um but I he recently like dug it out and I have the mixed tape that was my delivery mixtape and it's so interesting I mean I don't I can't listen to it because we don't have cassette players so I have it it's there it's a memento like (laughs) it's just right there but I mean it's it was really cool and like yeah we're not the cassette tape generation but the like I guess it was like right when I was Born, I was born in ninety one. So that's uh, right that's when that happened.
0: <laughs> Whoa! Do you remember the songs that are on it, or did? Sorry, obviously you wouldn't remember because you were a baby. But does your dad remember what songs were at least on it? Because then you can. Oh yeah, it's listen like to the lyrics. The it's oh wow, tape. so that you, you cut could cut just like. like you could look up the lyrics, and maybe you know, you never know, but maybe the lyrics are very in alignment with your life path, or you know what you're all about. Possibly, we
1: did do that recently, because I, I was like, okay, let me look up which he. I was like, which James Taylor songs were on there? He's like, oh, there was a few. So, he, and then then he then that's when it started the whole thing, and he went and dug up the tape. And then we got the tape and it had them all written down. So then I like looked them up so I could listen to them more with fresh ears. Um, And I was, I, I, they're definitely like very country vibe songs. Hmm. So it was really cool. And then I'm like, wow, maybe I was really literally born to be a country artist.
0: Wow. That's, that's spectacular. And you you have a new single that just came out called Cry, right? Yes. Yes. So could you tell everyone about that song and maybe the inspiration behind it?
1: Yeah, so Cry is a really emotional-based song, and I really, really love the meaning behind it, and it has, it, it's it's very, I feel like anyone can interpret it in whatever way they want to, which is why I didn't really want to preface it with, like, a big story of, like, what it was written. It was it was originally written kind of more a woman singing to a man about that it's okay to cry, it's okay to not be strong all the time, you can break down and and, and show your emotions and be vulnerable with me, because a lot of times with the stereotypes for men, it's like, you gotta be a man with, you you can't cry, men don't cry, which I think is crazy and wrong because I think men should be able to show their emotions. And I think it's very important message for like young youth Today to know that whether you're a man, woman, gay, straight, like transgender, who whatever you can, you're you are a normal human being and you feel all these emotions and let yourself express yourself however you want to. So I definitely wanted to be a very more all inclusive with it. Um, but because like I am obviously straight female, I did in the music video recently kind of just show a fraction of the story in terms of like a male female dynamic of the song. But I uh, definitely wanted people to be able to connect to it however they wanted to. But it it could be about so much more. I really just feel like, ultimately, I really wanted people to feel like it's okay to not be okay. Sometimes it's okay to break down and cry no matter who you are or what it's about. It's we don't like even for me when I was recording it, I went into the studio and i had been listening to the demo and everything and getting myself into a space to like, you know, be prepared to record the song. And I just started I was going through a lot of emotional stuff myself at the time. And I'm very open about my journey with mental health and how I've suffered with depression and anxiety since I was a kid, actually. And um, I just really felt like I was singing it to myself. Like, you, don't worry, you don't have to have it all together. You can break down and cry; it's okay. So it was really. I just wanted people to be able to more universally connect to the song and know that whoever you are, you can you can cry, and it's okay to cry.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. That super resonates with my life right now. And
1: Aww, even- <laughs> that's what I love about being a songwriter, and what I love about being an artist and and making music. It's just so amazing to connect with people, and you never know what someone's going through. We don't know what. The person on the street is feeling or or what their story is so they may be in a really bad mood but there could be a story behind that and we've just got to kind of conduct ourselves with a bit of grace and understanding in life and and I've been really working on that in the last few years too with my journey and and, and personal spiritual growth I just really it's important to me to try to be more more understanding of the fact that I, I know that I go through things and I need to yeah. understand that other people do as well.
0: Wow my my new thing as of the last few years is really trying to practice acceptance and just allowing people to be as they are without judgment. I think like it's it's through that do you realize how much how much of your inner dialogue is just constantly being reflected? And I'm just a big believer in everyone that's in your life is a reflection of what's going on inside of you. And so if, you, if you're if you judging someone, ooh, wh- what is this judgment? Well, why am I judging? Oh, okay, this has something to do with me. Like usually it has something to do with yourself, right? So that's that's constantly what I'm trying to, you know, we live in a society that is very much the opposite of that. So it's, you know, it's a working progress progress, process. <laughs> you, you get what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, no, um, that's fantastic. My, my boyfriend and I have actually had this discussion uh, quite a few times because uh, when I met him, he is very like, very masculine and, you know, like just tr- tries to deal with things on his own, just like the very typical, like what you think a male is from Hollywood's perspective. And, you know, we over the years discussed and how he doesn't have an emotional outlet and how like, you know, sometimes, yeah, it's okay to cry. And it's okay to, you know, just allow yourself to feel things. And then, you know, in the last few years, I've just seen how he's found all these different ways to, you know, write to help him. And and sometimes, and, you know, I've tried to make him feel comfortable enough so that if he is, you know, in a place or a space, in his mind where he needs to cry you know he can you know and that i think i think that's wonderful and that message needs to be spread out across the world and and i and i hope that at some point in our lifetime the world would be at a place where males can feel like they can express themselves freely. And, you know, if they're sad, they can be sad, you know? I agree. And
1: that's so amazing that you really support that too. And that you're giving him that ability to know that it's okay. Like, well, I think that's where it starts. I think that people need to be more supportive of whoever your partner is and letting them know that it's okay to feel emotions. It's okay to express those emotions and no one's ever going to have it together all the time. No one's perfect. No one's going to, Constantly have the right answers and know what their next step is going. No one knows the future, you know what I mean. Mm. So we've got to just kind of go through life and and roll with the punches and just feel things as we feel them and allow ourselves to express ourselves however we need to in that moment because it's unhealthy to bottle things up. I've done it before and it gets to that point where you just like then you just explode or implode with emotion and then you'll have like a like a really bad mental health day where you're really, you can't do anything or function and, and it's not healthy. Like if you, along the way, slowly just kind of release those emotions as you're feeling them, whether, no matter what it is, you, you, I feel like it's a little healthier and easier Easier to deal with things and move forward in, in your life and be able to kind of find solutions to problems and not let those problems bottle up and, and fester inside of you. And you're like, oh my God, now I'm overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's really important to kind of start in, in those spaces. And especially once you start having children, I think whether you, if you have boys or girls, like letting them know it's okay to cry at a young age. So they grow up in a, in a world that they, whether the society accepts it or not, but as long as parents are reinforcing that it's okay, I think that that that's getting us somewhere at least.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know. I, I have lots of wisdom to share.
0: Oh, I no, I love it. This is this is my favorite kind of talk. And you know, it was interesting how you touched on struggling with depression and anxiety because uh as yeah. you know in society, it's very common now. Yeah. And um, I'm interested in your story a little bit because I feel like with every great Singer, someone that's great at something. There's, mm-hmm. you know, there's usually a sacrifice behind that. There's, there's usually a lot of effort put into that. So, how did you yeah. get to
1: where you are right now? What's a? Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, so I mean, with my journey, it's definitely been something that I feel is very along the lines with what you're saying a lot of creative people go through very deep we feel deeply Um, I'm definitely a very empathetic person so I do absorb other people's feelings and energies I feel and I feel like I've always done that so I have to be very careful about the types of people I surround myself with now that I'm more aware of that in my lifetime Um, when I was younger I didn't know and I would be like around toxic people that would Mm -hmm. feed into that with me and then I would turn into more of a toxic negative person and I didn't I just didn't have the awareness now that I have the awareness it's just like, I have to be more cautious because if I, like I, with my friends, when they're going through something, I feel what they're going through. I literally feel the heartbreak of the crying and of the emotions of the stress of the the drama. Like it, I, I take it all in, but I think that's a really cool thing in a way where we can channel that as an artist into a song or something creative. But with my journey, I went through so much growing up that it, I think it, it contributed to me being such an emotional person. And I used to think being emotional was bad even for For myself, even though I knew I wanted to always do music, and I've known since I was like I said, I've been writing songs since I was like seven, eight years old, and I've I've always loved to sing. But I was bullied really bad in elementary school, so I was always made to believe that I wasn't good enough, and that I wouldn't make it. That it was a a pipe dream. That it wasn't worth it. That there was other people that were better than me. Um, I'm not only in terms of like my singing, but I was bullied for my physical appearance. Like they called me Jenny Craig in elementary school um, because they were trying to say I was too fat and I mean, I developed boobs really early on when I was young, like fifth grade. And I mean, it was like people I don't know if girls were jealous or what or boys and girls were picking on me for it it was just Mm -hmm. like you know kids are being kids but it was really bad and my bullying was so terrible that I think that's what kind of led me into a depression at a really young age and that's where I turned to music a lot because I would like I was saying I walked around with my cd walkman because music was my friend books were my friend like I was a huge reader I would like devour books as a kid and I just wanted to escape into a fantasy novel world of like Harry Potter was like my my thing (laughs) You're
0: like ah! As you're talking, I'm like, whoa! We we live the same life. Oh my god! You don't even know. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just need to let you know that literally, that like what you just said is literally is what I tell everybody. Like that is my life story as well. Same thing. Books were my escape. Music was my escape. I had my CD Walkman too, where I'd be walking in the forest as well. So so crazy. What's your sign? I'm a Taurus. Okay, I'm a Gemini.
1: Okay. So May, okay. right? Or are you yes, April? May. May 3rd. Yeah.
0: Oh, yep. wonderful. Yeah. Weird. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, but that like was just so wild. I, it was on the tip of my tongue. I was like, she's going to say Harry, po- Harry Potter. I just know it. I know it.
1: <laughs> ah, I know. I saw your face on, yeah, as I was saying that. I was like, oh yeah, she's a Harry Potter fan. Um, <laughs> yeah. My, my friend Nicole and I actually recently got the Deathly Hallows tattooed behind our back of our ear. <gasps> cool. So it was an impulsive tattoo idea. She has it on the opposite ear. So we kind of like are like, back to back to back like we can it kind of like connects Mm -hmm. in a way it's really really cool but both of us have experiences with loving harry potter like the books were i was like bullied and i was i was I'd, I'd fake sick to stay at home and I'd read my Harry Potter books or I'd take it to school with me. And, and those were like the books that I really, I was like, Oh my God, I want to be in this world. And, and it was a novel series that one of, one of many, but it was the one that was very significant to me. So a lot of my tattoos, almost all of my tattoos pretty much have a meaning to me in some way. So it was really cool to do that. And we just on, on a whim, we were getting other tattoos and then we're like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And we just did it. And it was, it was great. Um, it. But yeah, Harry Potter books, music, it was like, that's what I would turn to when I didn't have anyone else to turn to. And I would just, that's why I think music was something that I I wanted to do that for other people. I wanted to be able to put, I, I always think I knew in the back of my head that what I was going through was for a greater purpose. And a, there was a reason behind it. I don't think I knew it when I was younger because I was always very victims mentality back then. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, why me? Why is this happening? I don't understand. But now that I I'm older and I've come so far, especially in my spiritual journey within myself, I feel like like with meditation and yoga, like that really has helped save my life and really helped me channel my emotions better and get more understanding of my my mind. But like through that growth, I be I'm able to reflect back on my past. And I talk about this in my podcast as well when I get into more the positive living and mental health aspect of things because i like to say that always looking for a silver lining in any situation is the is the positive way that you can kind of find a positive and a negative Um, so if you're looking back on something terrible that happened to you there's always eventually going to be some light that comes to you that you're like, oh, that's why it happened. I needed that to happen to get to this point, to meet this person, to do this. So I really believe that in my career, even as an artist, all of what I went through emotionally as a child, it, it all contributed to my story now and mm-hmm. has helped me become the person I am today. So I don't, I don't, I like to live my life with no regrets. I mean, of course everyone has like little things we wish we didn't do and whatever, but overall in, in general with my life, I feel like everything's happened for a reason and i really try to trust in that process and um, my my whole journey to to where i've come now is really i feel like that 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 really contributed to a lot of it so no matter what i went through with bullying because I, I eventually um, I did have a couple years of high school. So we, I'm, I went into high school grade 9, 10, and I had a good couple years there. But then we moved halfway through to a different city, oh. and it was really traumatizing because the area that I moved into was very snobby, clicky. Um, so it was very much an area that was a little bit, di- and I was very different at the time. Like I was from like the downtown Toronto areas. So it was a little more like we were more accepting of different types of people. And then there it was like more of a stereotype people. Um, And so when I came into that school, I wasn't really accepted. I was trying my best to go through and find friends. And I would find that everybody wasn't genuine or they were talking behind my back. And so I kind of got back into being bullied in my last two years of high school. So, um, and a huge thing that happened to me is that a group of girls who I had thought were my friends the whole time were pretending to be my friends. And they got this guy to hack my online accounts and they cyber like stole all my identities on like Facebook, YouTube, like all my accounts. And Oh, it was over like Thanksgiving weekend that it happened. And I was so traumatized that I was like, I can't, I don't have access. To my accounts, and they uh, one girl ended up confessing to me and told me that the reason they did it was because um they wanted me to leave the school, and that was like a huge big plot that was. And I thought they were my friends the whole time, so it was really ter- really terrible experience. And that happened in like uh, between grade eleven and grade twelve, so it was oh it was my bad.
0: Goodness, I'm so
1: sorry. Yeah, it was. It was kids. Are, kids can be really mean.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, they can. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Oh. So yeah, that was,
1: that was a lot of like, when I was, I feel like that was around when I was my, my most depressed, when I was in my most negative state. And then I feel when I was just before I was 18, I had this, I don't know what happened, where this came from, if it was God or an angel or something, but like I had this epiphany and I remember sitting on the couch and I was just doing something simple for me, we reading a book or watching TV and something clicked in my head and I was like, I have to stop being being this victim. I need to take control of my life and change things and try to live a more positive life and turn things around. And I don't know exactly what what was going through my mind, but from that day forward is when I kind of can pinpoint when I started changing my my whole perspective on life and my my whole journey switched. I went from being this negative victim and living this very like negative depressed stating in my life. And I was like, no, I need to make it better. I need to fix it. And I started working more with the laws of attraction and, and trying to to switch it up and, and get to a better place. And that's kind of what led me to where I am now. So I don't know what it was. I mean, I feel like it was it was my guardian angels or God telling speaking to me somehow, just saying, you know, you got this and you you can do this. And And, and yeah, so it kind of has led me to where I am. And it's, I just feel like all of what I've gone through has made me who I am today and has helped me have the story that I have to share with people so that people like you who are like, yes, that was my story. I went through something like that too, can connect to it and understand and, and I can spread that awareness. And that's why I'm really passionate about mental health. And this single is really, really important to me on a very emotional level because it's got such a big message that I really want to kind of get out there as much as I can.
0: Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Good for you, man. That's super inspiring. Thank you. That's awesome. You know what? You, you touched on so many things you, you talked about, whether it's the angels or the law of attraction. And I mean, uh, if you've listened to any of the ep- episodes of my show, that's something I'm such a big believer in. And yeah. um, I'm curious as to how has your mindset contributed towards your success? that's, yeah. It, it's all in alignment. And so I'm yeah. sure that it has
1: contributed a ton. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. It's like great that you asked that because I do believe that if I was still in that negative state of mind and was still very in the victim mentality and feeling like, cause I would, I have like old diaries from when I was a kid. Cause I keep journals all the time and I literally would like write about how depressed I was, but I didn't know I was depressed. Cause I didn't know anything about that back then. I was like, There's like journals from when I was a ten, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Like bad things keep happening. You know, I just expect bad things to happen. And it was because with the laws of attraction, if you're putting out negative energy, you're gonna get it back. And I didn't understand that back then. And my mom used to always say to me, oh no, you gotta switch it up. You gotta like think more positive. And I always thought it was like BS. I was like, oh mumbo jumbo, mom, whatever. But it really, I think I just had to go through what I went through and go through my journey to figure it out on my own. But really, now that I have a more positive, and I'm not perfect. I mean, every day I do struggle. Some days are not good. Some some days are greater than others. It's, I, I do still struggle with anxiety. And some days I still have some, some of my depression, like I'll feel the more depressed depending on what's going on. And and it hits you in the weirdest, randomest times. And, and I don't claim to be perfect. And I think that's something that I really, once I've embraced that, I feel like that also really helped with my journey and my success is that I've started to become more authentic and just be like, you know what, this is who I am and I'm not going to let it define me, but I'm going to work through it. And I've just accepted that I'm not perfect, but I'm going to work on myself constantly. So by having more of a positive mentality and, and working on just being a good person and, and contributing as many good things to society as I can, and just trying to stay on a really good path and following my dream and my passion, I feel like it's all led to where I am. And I feel like the more goodness that you put out, you do get back. So I really do believe in the laws of attraction. I'm a huge believer in that. And I'm so glad, like, that's why I was so excited to come on your podcast. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like we're right in alignment with each other. It's perfect.
0: Truly. Yes. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, it's been very weird hearing you talk about your story. Cause it, like when I say we're similar, I mean, very similar. And it was similar, even down to like the high school stuff, even though I would say yours was a little bit more extreme um, with the, that's I can't even believe that those girls did that. And in and, and just yeah. even thinking, cause you're 91, I was born in 1990. So I'm only a year older, but just thinking about like, that would have been right when Facebook came out <clears throat> maybe like two years, before, yeah. like after Facebook came out. So like, you know, all of this was still new social media. Yeah. So that's, that's even more wild that they yeah. figured all that out. And Oh my goodness. I know it's so oh. crazy. It and really I'm so, is. I'm so glad that that has been your experience and that, Seriously, was my experience too, and getting in realizing, you know, what the law of attraction was, and and starting to, you know, work on myself, and just reading yeah. a lot, and you know, connecting with like-minded individuals and people that are more open-minded yeah. has changed my life. And it's kind of why I yeah. created this show is so I can have meaningful conversations with like-minded souls like yourself, Amazing. and you know, connect over what brings us joy and talk I love about, that. you know, what. What ideas have helped create our success? <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Have you read the book Happiness Now? I haven't. Who is that a- by? Um, I'm not, I think Robert something, I'm not sure the name, but, um, it's actually a book that my manager gave me uh, a couple years ago and it honestly will change your perspective as well. It's really good to, it, it really helped me understand that we are mentally in control of our own happiness. People Mm -hmm. are always chasing happiness. Like, Oh, I'll be happy when I'll be happy when I get this, when I do that, when this happens, if I get more money, if I get that raise, if I get that promotion or whatever in life, but Mm -hmm. we really can be happy at any moment. And it Really is about living more in the present, and that's something that I've been working on in my life um, quite a bit, especially more recently. I was, I'm like, I, I'm very open that I go to therapy, and that's really helped change my mentality as well. And I think more people need access to. Th- proper therapy. Um, but that's something that I've been talking to my therapist about is that I'm really trying to be more present because I, in my, when I was depressed, I would think more on the past and I'd, let, I'd sit there and I'd stew on it and I'd stay mm. in this negative space and let it control me. And then eventually it was like, no, let's focus more on the future. But then that gives you a lot of anxiety because you're like, oh, but I don't have this yet. So living in the present, you can appreciate more. You can see more of the goodness that's happening. You can, you can understand things, have that reflection a lot more. And I just feel like that book is fantastic. And I recommend it to so many people. I actually would love to do a book review. I'm, I, I have so many things on my list to do. Um, like I have like a list of like, this is what I want. Cause I started a, a book review series on my YouTube channel. My YouTube's kind of like music just is like my big passion. So my, even you, know, you probably have seen them. I my, my podcast. I don't have any recent episodes. It's just hard to like juggle everything for me. I run like three different of my own businesses. Like I do freelance graphic design. I was telling you earlier, like I serve part-time as well. So I'm, I'm constantly busy and doing things and hustling and working hard, but the big dream is music. And then hopefully I'll be able to kind of have all those other things connect at some point. But that book is so therapeutic in a positive way. Like it really helps you understand your psyche and knowing that we control our own happiness and we can be happy right now. And you don't have to keep waiting for the future or whatever you're waiting on to be happy. You can be happy at any moment and we control our own happiness.
0: Wow. That's awesome. I read recently the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. Have you read that book?
1: I I had that as an audio book. So I have, yeah, I have. Yeah. it's amazing.
0: It's fantastic. And it's similar concepts where he's just talking about really focusing on the present. And I also um, am a big fan of therapy and I constantly talk about it. And I personally went through a CBT therapy group like session. Oh,
1: amazing.
0: Yeah. Have you ever taken CBT before? I
1: haven't, but my my therapist has talked about it and, and recommended it to me.
0: Oh, you have like, look that up tonight, girl. It is fantastic. Um, It's just, I think you'd really like it. Just judging on how you, you come across and how, like, I just feel like we're very similar in this aspect. And I think you like to keep busy clearly (laughs) (laughs) and um, CBT, I think is just really good with helping you analyze your thoughts. And uh, there's something called the thought record. And essentially, it just it will get you to write down your mood, then get you to write down the situation, and, and then it wants you to find evidence that you would hold up in, in the court of law.
1: Oh my and, God. No, we have done this it. in therapy actually. you've okay, done, done this exercise with me. Never mind. So I've done, I've worked on this.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. And I'll, I'll just explain it anyway for anyone else listening. So you'll, yeah. you'll have evidence that, that you will have to like, just evidence that would support this hot thought that, um, would have to hold up in court. And usually that's really hard because, yeah. because for most people that struggle with anxiety, it's just a little bit of cognitive distortion. Like you have just, you, you, you have some yes. distorted thoughts because, you know, it's really just the anxiety, right? And so mm-hmm. when you realize that, you go, oh, wait, <laughs> maybe this thought isn't necessarily true and it's more anxiety. Mm-hmm. Then it gets you to, to find evidence that you would hold up in the court of law that would be against this thought. And usually you can find more evidence uh, that's against it. And then usually at that point, you you have a more balanced way of thinking about the situation and it's fantastic. I'm just such a big fan of CBT. So definitely- yeah, I'm glad that you've already even tried it. So that's perfect. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, as you're as you're you're talking about that exercise because I know there's there's like several different like methods that 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 CBT goes through. Um, but that is that is one that I think um, now you're talking about it because I remember one day she had me. She gave me a piece of paper and she was like, write down this thought, and then she goes, give me the evidence of this. And that, like exactly like you were talking about. So I'm like, maybe she didn't tell me that that's w- one of the methods it was because sometimes she doesn't really let me, she just does things, but she's amazing. And that's like one of the things that people need is access to things like that because Mm -hmm. we are in a generation that there's so much happening in society with social media, especially a lot of people are depressed and anxious Mm -hmm. and it's something which the great thing is that we're talking about it more. So that's a first step. But I think another thing as well is that we need access to proper therapy. Like, and I say proper therapy, because I know people who've gone to like counseling and I mean, not to say it's terrible, and it's better than nothing, but they're not always the most qualified to give one a proper diagnosis on certain things. Because I think the the main thing is, is some people will think, "Oh, I'm depressed," but maybe they have a different issue. There's so many different types of mental health, to, like 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 areas you can be: schizophrenia, like like bipolar. Like there's different types of of mental health disorders that that there it exists. And we don't like a, a GP doctor isn't necessarily always qualified or knowledgeable and able to diagnose you properly either. And they're just going to give you a medication, but maybe it's the wrong medication. Like there's a lot of flaws I feel like in the mental health system that we have a lot of, of progress to still make. And that's something that I really want to try to be a part of and get involved in as much as I can. Um, because I think that that's something that will really help society and the, and especially the us younger millennials, and it makes me even nervous for like the really, really young people like, the, like my, my little niece and nephew who are one and, and two and a half, like they, they are growing up in the society with all technology and social media. And I was talking to my friend the other day about like his kids are, are five and seven or and uh, four and seven, I think. And like, they're very much like they're growing up in this age it's going to be so different than how we grew up we grew up right in like you said facebook just kind of came out when we were in high school so there's so much that we were in figuring out but they're like right in the hub of it and there's Mm. there's social media is a double-edged sword So it's great. It connects us. But there's also isolation. And there's so many issues with all of that that I think contribute to mental health issues. And I think there's just that's why it's so important that we really kind of get on this and really work on it. And awareness is key. But I think there's a lot of other things like knowing what CBT is and knowing how to utilize those tools. But not everybody does. So it's great that you talk about these things. And that's why I try to talk about these things. Because the more people have education about it, the more they'll hopefully be able to help themselves or seek help.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's, uh, it's very interesting because (laughs) this is actually something that I've been, been brainstorming on for my podcast. And I had this idea of creating a scholarship where, because I, I, deal with a lot of different brands now and sponsorships. And so um, it's something that I'm working on is putting together like a Namaste scholarship. And I have, um, I have a, team of supporters on Patreon, and we were all sort of brainstorming, should it be more entrepreneurial or should it be a scholarship towards helping people with therapy? And we just, we had just decided the other wow. day that it was going to be something that could support someone through CBT therapy or whatnot. So it's really interesting that you're bringing that up because that's wow. very much what I'm, I'm doing. Well, maybe you can join in on something like that. Maybe I would we could love like to figure out a way. I, like, I, I don't know. We'd have to brainstorm, but um, it sounds like you're very, as passionate about it as I am. So that, might be yes well a, cool, a partnership of some sort we
1: I would um, love to do that. I'm so glad that you guys are doing that too. Like, it's just amazing that mm-hmm. people like you exist that even think about things like that, like more people need to do those types of things. And I commend you on that. That's so amazing. I'm so, I really hope that comes together. And if you need help or anything, let me know. I'm a hundred percent on board. I think that's so fantastic. And, and yeah, it would be, it, it'd be so great. And that's something that, that I've been thinking about doing. I actually have this whole idea for a big charity that I've been planning in my mind for the last couple years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it just, it's all conductive upon upon, and hopefully my music career kind of taking off and not only is that part like for me and my dream, like that's yes, my dream, but I also have so many things that are going to stem from that, from whatever success that I make, I want to be able to use my voice and my platform to do good in this world. And and there's so many things that I have planned and and I want to kind of bring the arts and mental health together mm-hmm. in like this kind of like, like a, a therapy type camp for this charity that I have in this my mind that I have. And I forgot the whole thing like planned out and I've got a name for it and everything. It's just a matter of like, timing and like executing it properly, having the funds and making it happen and, um, taking those steps. And then, I mean, hopefully the bigger, the bigger you are as a, as an artist and, and the the bigger your platform is, you can reach more people. So that's kind of my, my hope in the, in the long run, like my big picture is if I can get to like Taylor Swift's level or something like that, then like I can reach millions of people instead of just a dozen or a hundred, you know?
0: Sure. Wow, that's fantastic. We'll definitely have to talk more. That's super yeah. in alignment, man. That's That that just gets me super excited. Meant to be seen.
1: Like the universe brings us to where we're meant to be and connects us with people. And, and this was meant to happen.
0: You know what? And on that note, I'm going to pull a card for you. So I don't know if you you know that I do this. So on the show, have you ever had a psychic reading before? I'm kind of assuming that you have, but if you haven't. I have
1: had a couple in the past. I, I, I met with a medium when my grandma passed away. So she did pull a card for me and I'm like so excited. I'm like, I love cards.
0: Awesome. So this is just kind of like, the quirky thing of my show, just to make it a little bit different. I um, like to pull a card for every one of my guests. Just, you know, you can, you can ask a specific question if you like, or if you'd like just general knowledge for the day, whatever you like. So which one would you like?
1: (laughs) Which, like, do I want to ask a question?
0: Yes. Would you like a specific question? You can ask a specific question or would you like general knowledge for the day?
1: Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that's tough.
0: And also- This is the deck, so if it helps you, no freaking way you haven't.
1: the Archangel Michael is what always comes out for me in card readings. And that's so crazy that your your deck is like the angel archangels. That's so crazy.
0: That's not surprising to me because he comes out for me a lot as well. He's my yes, he. he's my favorite archangel for sure. Yeah, yeah. I got a
1: little pendant of him after the reading because she says he's very prominent with you. He's out protecting you always. So she's like, if you need see you need to seek guidance, she's like, seek guidance from the Archangel Michael. And I was like, oh, cool. And ever since then, I'm just like, it's just, it's, he's appeared. So it's so crazy that that's, oh, give me, I'm getting goosebumps.
0: I love it. Well, for everyone listening, this is the Archangel Power Tarot cards. So um, yeah, Doreen Virtue was the the lady that sort of got me all into this world and I have her Archangel Michael cards as well funny enough I don't know where they are I have so many decks (laughs) wow but but yeah this deck I absolutely love and so yeah so they're the power tarot and I just find that this deck in particular is very motivating like very like I feel very empowered when I when I get a message from this deck so I felt drawn to to, okay give you a card from this deck so
1: I feel like I'm going to leave it open and just let the universe speak to me through the cards. So, whatever it wants to tell me, let's do that. Perfect. Okay.
0: Okay. So, I'm just going to tap three times, shuffle, and pull a card. And
1: here we go. Yay.
0: I'm very like, just go with it (laughs) (laughs) and whatever you need to know. Like I just, I, I pull cards so often that like, like now it's so fast and I just go with my gut instinct and I pull it out and it, yeah, it's great. (laughs) So I pulled two cards. The first one is King of Gabriel and it represents Generous and inspirational is what it's what it's called. It says keep your eyes on the big picture leave the details to others ha <laughs> ha hmm. experience that leads to success genuine concern for others. Whoa,
1: that sounds like you.
0: Oh, wow
1: that is really accurate. Wow. That's like our whole conversation right there. <laughs> I
0: I know that's what I was like, Whoa. And the second one's called change your life. A sudden revelation that offers freedom, break free of procrastination, embrace the opportunities that change. brings. So that's Ooh, the next one. So I will read King of Gabriel too. It comes with a little bit of a, a booklet, which is helpful. Oh, nice. okay king of gabriel so um any thoughts feelings ideas or sensations that come to you while i'm reading the message is relevant to what you need to know first okay. off uh second i will hold the picture to the camera again because yeah again with the thoughts feelings ideas sensations from the picture as well could be relevant any colors that pop out could be relevant okay not as cool. well all right. So this is laid out a little bit differently than most decks. So it says the situation. So this is what the situation could be. This is all about the, pi- the big picture. There is a great deal to be done, but your job is to come up with the grand vision. Ain't that true? Leave the mm. details to someone else. You can take risks because you have the experience and know how to do so successfully. Those around you expect and want you to take the lead. That's not surprising because you're also a Taurus and Taurus tend to be leaders. Yeah. Lead your, enthu- um, sorry, let your enthusiasm and natural charm shine through. Creativity is the key to a successful endeavor.
1: Wow. Very on, <laughs> on, on, on point. You are a
0: singer. So, and then it, this could, so yeah, the, the way that this is laid out is so strange. It says situation, people, and then additional meanings of this card. So people, I think what it means when it says that is just that this message could be a could be about this particular person. So a ma- Whoa. <laughs> a magnetic and determined leader, someone with broad vision who can motivate people to greatness, inspirational, generous, forceful, um, ingenious, dramatic, driven, and enthusiastic. So literally it's just talking about you, but sometimes <laughs> the card meetings can be about someone else that you know. Okay. And additional meanings of this card an investor with morals, genuine concern for the welfare of all, setting an example, unexpected money.
1: Huh. Ooh, well, that that that's always nice. nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone likes to hear that.
1: <laughs> unexpected money, always helpful, especially as a struggling artist. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> and then the second card called Change Your Life. It's time to change your life. This card represents a need to leave behind old belief systems and ways of doing things that have become stale and out of date. When this card presents itself, the universe is telling you that you can no longer procrastinate on making the changes that you know in your own heart you need to make. Suddenly, everything is crystal clear to you. Change is inevitable if you're to grow and evolve. Embrace this new direction in your life as liberating and exciting. You need not go through this transformation alone. Archangel. Chamuel, can help you find the new path and meaning in your life that you long for. Additional meanings of this card, awakening, a sudden revelation that offers freedom, unexpected transformations, and life experiences.
1: That's so crazy. Have you heard of the app called The Pattern? No. You need to download it. So it is so amazing. Um, a friend of mine so we have um, in, in the city we were having um, like a gathering of women women in music um, so all, we're all different genres and my friend Laura she runs a women in music night where she does like a show for everybody and has different artists of different genres of music and shares their their, their original music at the, the show but she also tries to like get everyone together and meet and make new friendships and and share our music to each other so a couple weeks ago she had a night at her house like a girls night and we all also did a listening party of new music we were working on but But that evening, one of the girls was talking about the pattern because we started having a conversation in similar type of topics that we've been talking about. And she's like, you need to download this app. So I did. And you just put in like your, your birth date and you have to have your birth time and all of that. And it, it's like so it's astrology to a different meaning. Like, and it's so funny because the app will notify you of different cycles you're in, in your lifetime. Ooh. So right now I'm actually in a cycle of awakening and change and letting go of the past. So Whoa. it's so freaky as you're saying that. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. My app's been telling me that's for like the last little while and it, you can go back to different dates and times in your life. So you can go, Oh, well, if you remember something like a time you were having a really hard time, it'll t- tell you what you were going through even back then, because it has everything charted for you from like the day and time you were born. So you can go back to childhood and and, like you can like play with it in the app. So you definitely would love it. You need to download it. It's a really cool it's a free app as well. Like there's no charge to anything, but it's, it's really educational just to like get into knowing what you're going through. And I was reading it and it tells you based on like, not kind of astrology, but not really, but it's like, it describes you to a T like, it'll say, this is how you are. These are your patterns currently. These are patterns you're going to go through. These are patterns you went through in the past and it's freakishly accurate. Stupid. That's
0: awesome. I'm totally downloading it. And as you were talking, um I was inspired um like I heard an inspirational thought. Have you heard of the Tarot Priest on YouTube? No, I have not. So she is this new girl that I discovered and uh she's crazy fantastic. Like her readings are so oh, wow. spot on. So this this girl, she will do an hour long reading and she'll have four decks. And she'll say, pick one of these decks and go to the point in the video, like she'll leave the little like different points and go to that point and hear your specific reading. And it is spot on every single time. I discovered her like two weeks ago and I've just been going crazy, like watching all of her videos. Like she's fantastic. (laughs)
1: Look up. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just I just put up a tab so that I can remember to go to, to yes. her on my, at my computer. But yeah, that's super cool. I love that. I actually, I don't know much about how I could do tarot readings myself, but I've always been so interested in it. Like how you just did that. I'm like, I wish I could learn how to do it. And I've just oh. never, I guess, taken the ambition to actually figure out how to do my own readings.
0: You know what chapters sells the cards in the new age section? And, um, I don't know where you live. Do you still live in Toronto? Yes. Perfect. Um. So there is a store in. Well, it's in Pickering, though. I don't know if you have a car. It's called Odyssey. I'm a big fan of it, and they have different readers and whatnot. And then, and they sell. So many different cards as well, Um, but yeah, it's it's actually fairly simple. And with usually with every card deck, it comes with a little booklet, and the booklet will sort of teach you what you need to do to cleanse the cards and just to get yourself in like the you know the mental space to do a reading for yourself. But really, it's all about just trusting your own intuition because Uh, if you believe that you know everyone's placed in front of you. The, like everyone has something that you need to know, or everything that's placed in front of you is something that you need to know, then yeah. you can never pick wrong,
1: ok. Interesting. So, That's so yeah. good to know. Yeah. yeah. And that ties into life too of like, we are, people are put into our lives and taken out of our lives for certain reasons. We don't always know the reason, but yeah. there's always a bigger picture and we have to just trust that there's, there's a, like, cause I have a lot of issues with like, I've used to get really upset about like abandonment type things. So I would like be upset when I would lose a friend or people would leave my life or, and it used to destroy me. But like I'm coming into that point in my life where I'm just trying to be more accepting and and being able to let go and and accept that this is what is meant to be and that it's for a purpose that I'm not sure of yet and just trusting that process so that's really interesting that like that kind of ties into like even the cards it's like just trust the cards just trust that this is being put in your hand for a purpose
0: Wow. We are so similar. That is one of my major triggers that I'm constantly working through. Is Is it? Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a big one. I think for quite a few people, but yeah, since I was, since childhood for me, I've, I've dealt with that a lot. So it's, uh, it's, uh, that's so crazy. We're just like right on on par with each other today.
0: I know that's, it's just wild. Okay. Well, um, I, before I wrap up, I want to know one goal that you're focusing on right now.
1: So goal right now is, well, I have a, a few, but I'm really, one, I'm trying to really work on the mental health movement and getting very, like working on that and, and connecting with the right people on it. Um, I'm trying to finish my album right now. I'm trying- to also book shows and festivals for the summer so I've always got a lot of goals and things I'm hustling to do you know um, I would love to sign a a label deal um, in this 2020 year Um, I was hoping this would be the year for me so I like to dream big and have big goals so you know I mean I'm I'm realistic though I'm not going to be like I'm going to break down and cry if I don't get something but you know just striving working every day towards it and and the big picture is kind of kind of that so yeah lots of goals Awesome.
0: That's fantastic. And for everyone listening, how can they find you? How can they listen to your music? Where do they go to listen?
1: Yeah. So if they want to just, you can even go to my website, BrieTaylor.com. It has all my links on there. My Instagram is where I'm most active. I think as most people are, which is Brie Taylor official. And uh, yeah, I, I post my shows on my website too. So if they want to come to any shows, if they live in the, the GTA or in Canada, I'm hoping to maybe book shows outside the province too. That'd be cool. And uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, and my social media is, is all linked on there. That's probably the easiest way to find me.
0: Fantastic! And if you're someone listening that loves the kind of music, you know, where you're driving in your car with the top down with your girlfriends, that's literally what her song <laughs> "Drive" is yeah. all about. It's just, it's just so fun. And um, I, you know what? You reminded me of Leanne Rhymes when you were singing. I was like, oh wow, you have a little Whoa. bit of her in, in in your voice.
1: That's so crazy. People in the past have said Leanne Rhymes and uh, Alanis Morissette, which is really cool. I did listen to both of them growing up. So
0: yeah, me too. Yeah. Venice. Oh Ooh, yeah. That love catharsis her so in much. her
1: music, right?
0: Oh, and I just love how dark she is. It's just great. <laughs>
1: yeah. I know I got, I got a little bit of an edge to me. So that's kind of where I think the Atlantis comes in, but we yeah. All have no. the- yeah I was say- <laughs> we all As have was the saying- shadow side. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say drive was like a really fun song to do and it was something different like a different side of me that I wanted to express because I do have like a more fun side and most of my music's usually very, very emotional and so I wanted something fun and I do have that that side of me where I just want to get in the car and I wanted something fun that people could listen to and be like yeah this is my jam with my girls and I like they're driving and having a good time and people loved the video so like you were mentioning earlier the video did really really well and and uh it was also because I had such a great videographer and director and editor um Alex so who's awesome, um, and he yeah. just did my recent music video for "Cry" that's going to be out hopefully by the end of this week. Oh, <gasps> fantastic!
0: That's yeah. so exciting. Yeah, well, congratulations so exciting. to all of your success, man. I'm very excited you to you. watch your journey, and um, I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you about. We're going to figure something out to do yes, with CBT or like, yeah, I would love that. All right. Well, um, the model of my show is the grass is always greenest where we are right now, which is totally in alignment with everything you were talking about with being present and just accepting of where you are and, and just trying to, you know, be grateful. So thank you so much for being here. Such a pleasure talking to you. And I, I, uh, just hope you have the most magical day.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome chatting with you too. And I wish you all the best as well. And I'm so excited to connect with you on more stuff.
0: Thank you. Thanks so much for listening guys and stay tuned for next week's episode that will include a fabulous contest by two designers in Australia. What? I'm so excited to share next week's episode, but I hope you enjoyed today's episode because I had an absolute blast talking to Brie and it was such a joy to have her on. And for more Namaste, including the Namaste Meditations, the Spreading Love Calendar, and how to submit yourself as a future guest, that's right. If you know someone that you think might be a great guest for the show, definitely head on over to podcast.com And you can submit yourself or someone you know there. The Namaste Network takes a lot of time and energy and, of course, commitment. And so, if you want to help be a part of my purpose, which is, of course, to uplift the soul of this world with inspiring content, then visit patreon.com slash and you can support my journey. Well, thank you once again for listening, sending you so much love, light, and motivation to go slay at your goals. Namaste.